we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. you guys welcome to another episode of the face off with Fleming and Fowler um, I just want to give this disclaimer really quickly um, our sound quality is going to sound very different um, a little bit lower quality only because um, Alyssa and I are not able to record this in person because uh, we do live in Texas and we're we, in a blizzard yes we're in a current state of emergency right now for the state of Texas and we are um uh, expected to go down into single digit uh, degrees later on today. So um, a lot of the roads are closed. Um, the I, the roads are icing over a little bit more as well. So we didn't want to risk uh, killing Alyssa trying to get to my house because I live pretty far. So um, our sound quality is going to be a little bit different. So we do apologize for the sound quality before we even start. So um, yeah, but dying was not the vibe. So no, we had to stay home. exactly. So how was your week this week? Oh, man, was it a week? Oh, goodness. Oh. Um, it was fine. I, I took some time for myself this week. It was much needed. So much needed mental health breaks. About that. <laughs> yeah, mental health breaks. How was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. Um, you know, just milking it, milking it until it's time. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but yeah, it's been good. The weather's changing. Of course, we are, you know, um, heading for ice storm. So I'm excited. Um, I've run my ace, my heater just a little bit because, you know, I love to be, um, super cold and just wrapped up in my blankets. But, um, why are you excited for ice storms? You said, why are we doing what? Why are you excited for ice storms? Because I don't have to go to work and then, um, I get to just drink hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody that goes to work, uh, you're crazy because even this week, let's just go ahead and start it off uh, this week in the news. We had a unfortunate event that happened in the state of Texas, actually close to Dallas or Fort Worth, where there was over a hundred and twenty car pileup um, accident that occurred on uh, Thursday um, as a result yeah. of the icing of the state. So and five people, unfortunately, lost their, lost their lives. Um, they were over like. I think 30 or 40 people that were actually hospitalized and had to be taken to the hospital because of their injuries. Um, and, you know, I mean, a crazy amounts of damage on, on the highway into people's cars and stuff like that. That footage was insane. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine being in an accident like that and you literally see it coming, but you can't do anything about it because if you, no. if you get out of your car, you run the risk of getting hit by the car and dying. But then also too, you know, if you stay in the car, you can, you're going to constantly get hit and then possibly die. So that's, it's a bit insane. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Like if I was in that wreck, what would I do? Because you see all these cars barreling towards you, but like you can't get out of the car. Yeah. You just have to stay in there and watch this car come hit you. It sucks. It Exactly. It's it's pretty crazy. But um, so, yeah, so people who are in the state of Texas right now, please stay safe, even though this is going to be we're recording this on Sunday, but it will be released on Tuesday. If the roads are still icy on Tuesday, do not go to work, especially if you're non-essential. Honestly, even if you are essential, stay at home. Um, the, Your job isn't worth it. No, don't listen. Fuck that job. You have to be alive because <laughs> <laughs> quiet is the kept. They already got your replacement anyway. And then if you work in a hospital setting like we do. If they call certain codes like code green for disaster, your ass is going to be stuck at the hospital and you cannot leave unless they clear that particular code. So don't get trapped. Go home. 
oh, that does not sit right with my soul. Spending the night at work. Mm-mm. No, God, no. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. Those patients no. don't need physical therapy that bad. They can, they'll get over it. <laughs> no, no. We're like, we're the first people that should be called off. They do not need to get up. Yeah, nobody wants therapy. They don't even want therapy when it's not a disaster. So why would they want it during an ice storm? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Um, so also, too, in the news this week uh, or this past week, unfortunately, uh, senators voted to acquit Trump in his second impeachment trial, which is so fucking disgusting. And um, I, I just can't believe how these people I, I can't believe it. I'm not I'm not surprised, unfortunately. The problem is that these senators, um, most of them are up for reelection. And the, so they don't want to lose their votes. And instead of you, rock the vote. Yeah. And instead of you fighting, fighting and being in that position to protect our country, which is what you're you're put in those offices for or those positions for. You literally sat here and did not give any kind of accountability sounds familiar hint hint um there was no accountability that was given there was no consequence that was given and this is yet another sign of systematic you know racism and systematic oppression that continues to happen and unfortunately it starts to trickle in corporate america or it's already there but i mean i just couldn't believe how you had this overwhelming amount of evidence and they still voted oh no we don't think he did it we're gonna just acquit him it's fine Oh, they're just trying to usher him out and do everything they can to close it up as soon as they can. It's insane. But also, too, they they um, the Democrats are going to try to um, what is it? They're going to try to inflict um, or put in place basically the 14th uphold the 14th Amendment, um, which basically just says that if you you know, you cannot be um, you cannot run for a presidency or another term, you know, if you've helped to incite an insurrection and blah, blah, blah. So they can still use the 14th Amendment against him uh-huh. and bring him up on articles of that um, if the Democrats do it. And all they need is just one majority group. So if the Democrats just majority, you know, do it, then we're good to go. Um, and then he will not be able to run ever again for the president of the United States of America. Wow. Yeah. But if they voted to acquit him, I mean, what makes like, why why are we going to be all excited that y'all are going to actually do this? Like, I mean, it's stupid. It just makes no sense. I'm just why is this the saga that'll never end, you know? I just like even like with his um the people in Key Largo, Florida, they actually um have been some people have been protesting the fact that he lives there now that he's he's uh (laughs) residing there now and they're just like well we don't want you here because you're going to bring too much attention to this rich rich white area and so we don't want to be a part of any of your foolishness so can you just not stay here at all can you just go somewhere else please so that's uh pretty funny and sad at the same time Wow, florida who would have thought oh my god i just don't understand like see this is what i say with this florida man stuff florida red this year huh wasn't Florida red this year? No, they were blue. No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. I lied. No, Florida was red. Yes, Florida did turn red. Florida is a traditionally yeah. red state. Um, the only time they turned blue was with Clinton and Obama. Uh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's very hard to the flip Florida. The, the hottest of the Democratic presidents. Yes, I think Florida is definitely a harder state to flip than Georgia. Because Georgia, you got a, I mean, a slew of black people. But the problem is you have a lot of snowbirds that come to Florida and they're already like diehard Republicans. So they flip the state every single time. Huh. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But Florida will be easier to flip than Texas. <laughs> I don't think Texas has ever oh, been blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we will never. No. Even like 40 years. Texas doesn't even know how to spell the, the, the word blue. So it's fine. Because <laughs> it's just the big cities, but there's so many more small towns than you know yeah definitely well in other news um dave chappelle dave chappelle revealed that the chappelle show will be um will return to netflix 
um, following his uh, fan boycott of the show. Um, because Comedy Central, I guess, uh, didn't pay him for, you know, a few of his episodes and things of that nature, especially when he walked off. I, I probably wouldn't have paid him either because um, you walked off and cost us a bunch of money. <laughs> but um, he asked for his fans to boycott The Chappelle Show and not to watch it on Comedy Central until he was paid. And his loyal fans did just that and they paid him. And so now he's taking The Chappelle Show over to um, Netflix. Um, I think it's really weird that... Um, so many people jump behind, jumped behind Dave Chappelle. But again, Monique asked, I mean, the African-American community to jump behind her and boycott Netflix and uh-huh. nobody did it. It's amazing how, like, whether you like Monique or not, I'm not a Monique stan. I'm really not. I love the work that she's done. I think she's a great actress and I think she's a funny comedian. Whatever happens behind the scenes, that's none of my business. But at the same time, I just, it always amazes me how people are so gung-ho on jumping on the backs and the trains of African-American men. But yet again, African-American women will always be dead last in everything that we ask them to do. And they made a mockery out of her. And now she's still in court and the court proved or, or um, basically said that she has grounds for even, you know, um, pursuing her lawsuit because Netflix tried to counter sue and say she has no case. Well, the court said otherwise and are, are allowing her to, to pursue her uh, her lawsuit on them. Wow. Yeah. I just think it's amazing. Good how- for her. That is weird, though. I do remember all that. I guess he there's something about black women that the world just hates. Yeah, well, because when you when you speak up, then, you know, you're considered a bitch, you know, and when men speak up, they're considered a boss. I mean, that that's been for forever. And it's unfortunate that, you know, this one was asking for support and saying, listen, y'all offer me five hundred thousand dollars to do something. But you offered a white woman millions upon gazillions of dollars. And then you also offered black men millions and millions of dollars. And you can't discredit what Monique has given to, you know, the, the Hollywood industry. I mean, she's done shows, she's done a residency, she's done movies. I mean, you can't discredit what the hell this lady brings to the table, whether you like her husband or not. (laughs) But yeah, I thought it was a very, very weird. Um, Also too, we got to get into this foolishness. Oh my God. I don't even want to talk about it, but we're going to have no choice. So the Gorilla Glue Girl, ever heard of her? Oh, my God. First of all, my scalp hurts for her. My edges hurt for her. Uh, she get, she is getting exactly what she deserves, being stupid. <laughs> like, I don't understand That's how insane. you... You think I, it had to be a grab. Like, that was on purpose. But here's my thing. You're a grown 40-something-year-old woman. Even though she looks super young, this young lady is in her 40s. She's literally in her 40s. And you mean to tell me, yes, she has a whole ass like child, like grown person with a grown kid. And I just don't understand how you sit here and you say, well, um, I put Gorilla Glue in my hair and there was no warning sign on there that said that it's not for hair. Ma'am, it's Gorilla Glue. You did not get that in the hair section of the store. Yeah. There's, oh, she's saying, oh, there wasn't anything that said I couldn't put it on my hair? Yeah, she said there were no warning labels on the side that said that, that you couldn't put it in your hair, even though the warning labels clearly stated, do not put this in your on your skin, your eyes, none of your orifices, but because it didn't specifically say hair, ma'am, your scalp is made of skin, meaning don't oh put it in your damn gosh. hair. Wow. Like the fact that you raised somebody on earth and you just didn't know not to put fucking Gorilla Glue in your hair? Come on. (laughs) 
So now she's suing them or what? She's trying to sue them, which I think is the dumbest thing. And I, she needs to be put in jail for that shit because now you're giving people, other people, an opportunity to, or leverage to try to go and sue somebody else because they, they didn't put all of this specific stuff on there. When, the, when you know that this Gorilla glue and adhesive, spray adhesive is not for your hair. So she flew to well, California. I hope this doesn't turn in. Huh? Oh, she did. That's how she got it removed? Yeah, so she got it removed because there was this plastic surgeon. Um, shout out for Black History Month. Um, there was a plastic surgeon that was in California. He actually came up with this concoction of stuff like acetone. And he's he has a minor in chemistry, but he is a plastic surgeon. And yeah. um, he flew her out there to take this stuff out of her hair. She underwent, quote unquote, surgery just because you were in a fucking OR. She just had a nasal cannula on. Anyway, and he, <laughs> um, through his concoction of different uh, things, uh, household products and other things, he was able to remove it. Um, from her hair and here's my issue with that ma'am you literally just put a burden on the healthcare system like we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and somebody flying you out which you should have paid for number two you're taking up an or taking up sterile you know evs workers have to sit here and clean this damn or from your stupidity and you're being praised for it now this girl don't got an agent i mean you're trying to sue somebody gorilla glue should sue you <laughs> for using their product incorrectly you're a fucking idiot that's insane. And she had to cut off. Be happy she got it removed. Thank you. I mean, but you're sitting here just crying. Like I, I, I was go trying to go to work. I had an appointment somewhere, and I just saw the adhesive spray somewhere in her garage or some shit. She said, and I was just like, her lady, garage. I'm just like, ma'am, anything that's in your garage, you should not be using on your hair. Damn, like I insane. just don't then on top of that here we go making stupid people famous again this ignorant so-and-so um again giving other people permission to do stuff this one guy says nah the gorilla glue ain't that strong and to prove it this girl she faking and to prove it I'm gonna glue a red solo club cup to my lips and now this dumbass done got part of his lip amputated <laughs> it's going to become a challenge and then all these people are going to end up at the hospital man we're in the middle of a pandemic sit your ass down and stop being dumb i knew it was going to be another plague this is, people and this is it this is what i'm saying you keep making stupid people famous and now you done sat here and took out or hours to fix stupidity like man i hope the kids don't get wind of this oh my god well you know actually the kids kind of did on tiktok it was kind of interesting that this one guy on tiktok he um he made a very good point he said okay gorilla glue is very you know um it's very potent and it absolutely works what was amazing to me um and what the what the young man said was it's amazing that you put this stuff on your hair but none of it got on your hands somehow and didn't glue your fingers together you may have used a brush and somehow you didn't the brush didn't get super glued to your head like you literally did this on purpose you literally did this on yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah. Because yep. how she how she didn't get the brush stuck to her head. Exactly. How didn't you get your fingers stuck to your head? Or her fingers stuck together. Yes. Cause I mean, I use Gorilla wow. Glue and Gorilla Glue is very, I, I actually use the glue. I I do have a bottle of spray adhesive in my garage, but again, that's for my workbench outside. It's also in your garage. When have you ever been like, oh, I need something for my hair. Let me go to the garage. Let me go to the garage. Like never. Oh I mean, it's God. just, it's insane. People. It's People just, are losing it. this quarantine needs to, she, maybe she got the, the you know, um, what is it? The COVID quarantine brain. brain. <laughs> maybe she has COVID <laughs> brain. How sad. It's yeah. Just, you know, we don't know all the facts. What facts do you need to know other than don't put fucking glue <laughs> in your hair? That's even I like. Pe that COVID brain. No, 
No. Even putting even putting hair glue on eyelashes. I don't understand why people use that. Like the the black glue that people glue down sew-ins, they will literally use that shit to put on their eyegla- on, on their uh, eyelashes. I think that is the dumbest fucking thing. And when y'all lose your eyeball, don't go crying to nobody. Stay your ass at home. Just use what you're supposed to use on the places you're supposed to use it. Seriously. I mean, it's wow. it's insane. So the the plastic surgeon's name was Dr. Michael Obang, which is kind of funny because we have a doctor with that same last name. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> he performed uh, Tessica Brown's, which is the glue, Gorilla Glue Girl, um, Tessica Brown's glue for her surgery from uh, for uh, for free. First of all, and this this procedure would have normally cost twelve thousand dollars, but he gave it to her uh, free of charge, and it took an hour to perform. To get... Wow! If I got a wig stuck to my head. And it cost twelve thousand dollars to get it taken off. I'd be pissed. Yeah, it was just dumb. I was just like, you. I mean, you literally just wasted money. You wasted resources in the middle of a pandemic. Like, ma'am, you deserve to get your ass beat for that shit. <laughs> like, these are clowns. Stop making stupid people famous, y'all. Stop making stupid people famous. I guess we're adding to it because we're talking about mm-hmm. it. But still, I know. Stop Everything making stupid people famous on the internet. Yeah, it's, oh God, it's so annoying. So incredibly annoying. All right, let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. CBD is one of many restorative compounds found in the cannabis plant. Its benefits include decreased pain, improved mood, decreased anxiety, and much more. Some of y'all know that I have crazy ADHD, so I'm heavily medicated at all times, and I've been taking CBD oil at night to kind of calm me down, get me ready for bed. 1010 would recommend. Worried about regulations? The passing of the 2018 Farm Bill made hemp-derived CBD legal to sell and consume. So yes, CBD is 100% legal and perfect for every person of legal age. My Apothecary's featured line, Broad Bloom, offers broad-spectrum CBD oil drops, sports cream, and soft gels. These products have no THC, so you can stay fly without the high or zen without the spin. Shop now at www.myapothecary.com and sign up for their newsletter to get exclusive offers, product releases, and CBD news. Remember to always check with your healthcare provider before consuming any supplement. You must be 21 to purchase and consume, and shipping is only available in the U.S. of A. Don't forget to shop at www.myapothecary.com. Let's talk about something fun. Do, 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 do. All right. So what's going on in the news or in fun, fun news, rather. <laughs> fun news. Okay. Well, did you see Pinterry and Meghan Markle are pregnant again? I did. Didn't she just have a miscarriage like a while ago? Something yeah. Like that? Or she was either that or she was talking about postpartum depression. Don't oh, okay. Know. That sounds about right. Um, but yay for them. They escaped the monarchy and they're over in the Americas just chilling. Yeah, yeah, I, I have like a new that. baby. I like that for them. That's Me awesome. Too. Congratulations to the both then, of them. And uh, then the Anna Delvey Sorkin, do you remember her? She was the like New York socialite who scammed all those people out of their money. Yes, I do remember her. That was a few years ago, right? She, yes, yes. She like pretended that she was some like European socialite who mm-hmm. was staying in this hotel for free. She kept telling people like, oh, I'm going to wire you the money. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then everyone caught on eventually after she had scammed them out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. She's been in jail, but she just got released on parole. To be oh, honest. wow. Yeah, and Netflix and HBO are making shows about her, I guess, or they're fighting over a show. But Netflix just paid her like 
literally like three hundred thousand dollars for the rights to her story, which she then had to use to pay all those people back. <laughs> but she's already on Twitter tweeting up a storm. She's wow. enjoying her life on the outside. Yes, the queen of scams. That's Joanne, the scammer for real. Serious. That is. I would have held out though. Three hundred thousand dollars is really not a lot of money, especially when you had to pay it all it's back. Really not. Yeah, I'm just like and one Netflix show. So I think the uh, Eva, either Ava DuVernay or Shonda Rhimes is doing the show. Oh, it, listen! If if Shonda Rhimes does it, it's gonna be a five season show that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, that's how you know it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my God. I just I'm here for white people scamming white people. So that's my vibe all twenty twenty one. Listen, the stock market does it all the time. Government and Congress does it all the time. So what's the difference? Like how how are you gonna arrest this young lady trying to better her life when Congress been sitting here scamming <laughs> Americans for hundreds of years? Like what the fuck? Yeah. Go girl, get your coins. I would have did the same thing. We should be awarding her. She did yes. it on her own. She didn't have big pharma or the stock market. She did it all on her own. Absolutely. She's like the, the Reddit people <laughs> who just <laughs> yeah. made the stock market crash. She's smart. That girl is smart. She should be celebrated. What's what's her name? Uh, we want her for president. She's smart. Anna Delvey. <laughs> Anna Delvey for president twenty twenty four. She's yeah, smart. She's my president. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, Meek Mill and Takashi Six Nine got in a fight outside of a club in Atlanta. Oh my God! For what? Why are you at a club when we're in a pandemic? There's that one. Yeah, not sure why they've been feuding on the internet, but um, I guess Meek Mill stepped out with a security detail, and Takashi was just yelling and cursing at him, and basically takes the video and posts it, and he's like, "Don't trust him. Like he runs with cops. There's cops in his security." Da 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 da. With like. If I was a rapper, I'd probably have props in my security, just saying. But yeah, well, he's a, but both of them are felons, rap. though. Can't they? They can't even be around each other because they're both felons, right? Oh, that part. Yeah, I guess you're right. So why would you even come around him, Takashi, when you're out on parole or whatever you are? I mean, you you can't ha- you can't have any affiliations with felons. Like that's part no, of the agreement. Sometimes of being on parole and being out on whatever bond, whatever. I think yeah. it's parole. Honestly, you can't you can't be in contact with uh, felons for a certain amount of years and stuff. You, you gotta do what you gotta do to chase the clout. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god! I just Takashi just disappeared forever. Just go somewhere. He's, 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 he's such a clown. He's such a clown. You, you should be like so Gabriel humble. Gabriel Hernandez. Say it again. I said, what is his name? Like Gabriel Hernandez. Oh, that was the little boy that his his mom and stepdad killed him. Oh, then that's not. Awesome. Yeah, the files of Gabriel Hernandez. That's Ooh, definitely not Takashi. Just kidding. I take it all back. <laughs> he does have a Hispanic name, but it's not. I don't think it's Gabriel Hernandez. Rest in rest in heaven, little Gabriel Hernandez. Oh, seriously, the trials of Gabriel Hernandez. That that whole series pissed me off. Anyway, I don't even want to go into that rabbit hole. It. I don't know how you did it. Yeah, so. I just oh, it made me cry. Anyway, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Next next subject. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Nicki Minaj's dad passed away in a hit and run this morning. Oh no! Is her dad in the states uh-uh. or is he in Trinidad? He was, he's, he's here in New York. It was in New York. Oh, New York. Wait, isn't she Trinidadian? Right? Yeah. I don't want to make that up. Is she Trinidadian? She is Trinidadian. Yes. yes. Okay. She's from New York. Gotcha. Okay. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Man, yeah, any more details on that? Great. Um, I'm sure there are on the internet. I don't have them available to me. Oh, I could call her and ask her, but it just doesn't seem like the time. Nah, she's she's grieving right now. Let's not bother her. Yeah. Um, so it just I thought 2021 was going to be our year, and no, it's up. <laughs> no, we're only in the 14th month of 
2020. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. He, so, okay, he died at the hospital on Saturday from all of his injuries. I guess it was yesterday. Dang. Um, he was walking at an intersection oh, in Long no. Island. Um, he was struck by a vehicle. Oh, man. So, and I guess they took him to the hospital. He died at the hospital. That's horrible. That's absolutely. I hate people who hit and run. Just stay. Like, oh, my God. Accidents are accidents. Like, they are called accidents for a reason. Even if you hit a person, it's still an accident. But if you leave, you look guilty. Like, don't do that to people. Then you're going to get more time on your sentence and all that other kind of stuff. Like, just stay at the scene of the crime, even if you don't know what you're doing. watch an episode of Law & Order, like, that's what happened. Seriously. Like, oh, God. I hate that. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. Yeah, so that's this week in entertainment, I guess. Yeah. Well, did you see that the Dallas Mavericks, um, specifically Mark Cuban, he um, has stopped the playing of the national anthem before home games um, for the Dallas Mavericks. And then, unfortunately, the NBA overturned it and basically said, well, if you want to be a part of if you want to be a part of uh, the NBA, you have to play the the national anthem. But he did it in support of like, you know, um, freedom of speech. (laughs) I mean, ever heard of it Um, for people to be able to not have to go through that like he's in a big supporter of black lives black lives matter so yeah that was interesting you know i'm not a huge fan of mark cuban i go back and forth um but he knows he knows what he's doing yeah he's like look at all these black people making me all this money i gotta do something for them pretty much just let them not play a song i mean how why is that such a big deal yeah grand scheme probably he would have lost a lot of money if he had done that. Oh, all yeah. Who go to those games. Sponsors but and all that. Mm-hmm. I like the effort. It, it goes, it doesn't go unnoticed, Mark. Yes. Thank you, Mark, for standing with your players and freedom of speech. <laughs> and this, <laughs> in this special Black History Month, you appreciate yeah. it best. Exactly. Thank, thank you for honoring Black History Month because <sighs> there's a lot of people who haven't. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anything else going on in uh, pop culture news right now? Any movies to watch or shows mm-hmm. to watch? So I just watched the documentary on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel. That is like, everyone's like, is this place just evil? What's going on? But it's this hotel off of Skid Row in LA. Mm-hmm. And like um, Richard Ramirez, the LA, what was he? He's the Hillside Strangler. He stayed there for a while. Like all these serial killers go there and murders happen there and suicides and all of this crazy stuff. So it's a documentary about one of the missing girls that was went missing from that hotel it's like four episodes it's pretty good if you're in a true crime wow Tintin recommend yeah is this hotel still open um, i think yes mm, interesting it like closed for a second when things happened there but it's still up in gotten and bopping i didn't realize that skid row was like 56 block it's oh yeah huge. skid row is yeah it's huge uh, yeah, it's yeah. So lots of good information in that doc. Yeah. Um, and then there's a new to all the boys I loved before series. Well, it's a series, but the third movie came out. You probably don't care about that. Wait, was it? On, is it on Netflix yeah. or Amazon Prime or what? Yeah, you've never watched all the boys I loved before. It's on no, Netflix. it looks like a like a chick yeah. flick. I don't like chick flicks. Okay, well, I mean, I like chicken fillet. Fine. I like chicken flicka. Chicken flicka, but not chick flicks. <laughs> it definitely is a chick flick. It's like a teeny bopper rom com. Oh God, no! Mm-mm. I won't watch it. It's just a good Valentine's Day watch. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah, I've been in the bed no. most of the day today. 
Well, well, the thing is, I'm I'm kind of pissed because I want to be able to go out tomorrow because that's the real Valentine's Day when all the candy goes on fifty percent to seventy five percent off sale. So, and I'm not going to be able to drive out to the Walgreens without all this damn ice. So that's ruined my Valentine's Day. Because listen, Dude, if you I buy me something with ice, yeah, no, no. Listen, I'm from Florida. Okay, I can drive in rain at any speed, but ice? Oh no, because <laughs> I can see the water. Okay, you can't see that ice. No, no, no. Not gonna do it. I know my mom. My mom sent me a text and she's like, <laughs> "Be careful! Black ice is very dangerous. It looks like there's nothing, but there's something there." I was like, "Mom, thank you for that beautiful." <laughs> thank you for thank you for your TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Have you have you seen the uh, the Equalizer with uh, Queen Latifah that came on uh, no, last Sunday after I'm, the Super Bowl? I heard a lot of good things. Yeah, it was really good. Did you um, watch it? Yeah, I did. One of my coworkers, she sent me the the free episode, um, and it's actually on YouTube. And she um, she was raving free about episode. it. Well, it, like the first episode, CBS is giving it away, for, not giving it away for free, but they're letting you see it for like on YouTube or whatever on their YouTube channel, and they post it mm-hmm. the full episode. And I watched it today because one of our coworkers told me about it, and I was just like, oh, I, never, I mean, Queen Latifah is, is my all time favorite actress, but I just didn't know how they were going to spin that because it's such an action packed, or it was such an action packed movie from Equalizer One and Two. But when I saw it and I binged it today it was amazing like the storyline of who she is and where she kind of comes from is a little bit different from the original Equalizer only because she obviously she's a she's a female and then she has a child Mm -hmm. or whatever which is not a spoiler Um, but the background is very similar where you know of course Denzel Washington's character you know used to be in the military and CIA and all that stuff special ops and Queen Latifah's character is the same Um, but the reasoning behind why she's doing what she's doing is is very is uh very reminiscent of Equalizer 1 and 2. But it was really good. They have really good actors in wow. the, in the show. So, yeah, it comes on Sunday so nights on CBS. I don't know that I've seen the Equalizer. With Denzel honest, Washington? Yeah, which is crazy because I love a Denzel. Oh, my God. The Equalizer is, I like the first one better than the second one. The second one was way more action-packed. But the first one, I think it was just, you know, sometimes the first one's always better. But, um, oh, my God, it was amazing acting in that movie. Amazing. You are definitely missing out. Okay. You gotta Maybe watch. That's gonna be my Valentine's Day watch. Yeah, you might as well. You're trapped in the house until the ice melts, so you might as well just do it. Bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. Right. Definitely, definitely. All right, you ready to hop on over to the rehab corner? Let's bop on over to the rehab corner. <laughs> All right. So, what are we talking about in the rehab corner today? I need need to talk about um something important. Okay. Fake ass coworkers. Ever heard of them? Ever met them? Absolutely. Here's a thing for me, and I should know better, because you know. But it's like if you knew better, you'd do better. Right. But here I am, and <laughs> <Bobbing and bobbing. laughs> I just feel like I'm still so um, naive that I think like when we're in a conversation one on one and we're talking about something, just two coworkers having an off conversation I think that you're being true with me and I'm being true with you so I have agreements and we're just talking about it and just shooting the shit we're on the same page Mm -hmm. that's what you've communicated to me so then when we have a a group meeting later with other people and you flip the script on me real quick I'm gonna be a little frustrated Mm -hmm. and I feel like yeah you might have told me that a couple times I wasn't listening because that was you and not me and then it happened exactly like you said it was going to happen. And I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my week being like, I don't know, 
truly realizing that just because someone tells you what they want to hear or what you want to hear while you're alone, it doesn't necessarily mean that's what they're going to convey in a group of people. Right. And that ain't for me. Yeah. I think when you're in, when you're in, um, a lot of times people will, you know, hype you up and you all will have these same ideas and suggestions and, you know, um, issues and just like, yeah, I just don't understand why they're doing this and da 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 doesn't make any sense. And they make you, it's almost like they gaslight you to make you feel like you're on the same page with them. And as soon as you get into like a staff meeting, all of a sudden you're this one lone ranger and you're just like, yeah. bitch, what the fuck? Like, didn't we just talk about this? I thought we were all in here, Attica, Attica together. And then everybody just flips the script. But then it makes you look like you're the bad guy, like you're the crazy person and the only person with issues. And they're just, well, why can't you be a team player? What the fuck? Yeah. Did you not hear the conversation we had an hour ago before we came in this meeting? Yeah, it's a thing. Because, like, if it's just one person, it's like, yeah, whatever. But if there's two or three, then, you know, people will to listen because then it looks more like an issue or a problem so when you tell me that you're having the same issues and problems and i think we're united front and we go in there and i'm standing alone out here in the rain it's not a cute look exactly At and all. it's super frustrating and um i feel like i've been told this happens but i was like surely it won't happen to me i'm different i'm not different <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like the the curtain has been pulled on workplace politics, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I feel like I just don't want to say anything anymore. Like I'm just gonna go and do my job and leave. I'm tired. Yeah, and I've been I've only been working for a freaking year. Yeah, well this well, this is why I always tell you never trust your coworkers. Never trust your coworkers. They when it comes to them and you they will always choose themselves they will always throw you under the bus for every little reason you again y'all could be ready to go inside a sur- insurrection and they will be like yes let's do it i'm the captain of this ship let's run in and as soon as you get ready to run off they're gonna stand right there while you're while you're running into the capital you'll be like wait wait, wait what are you <laughs> didn't, didn't we just have this and, and it's just like it, it, it causes this division and it's like well you keep that same energy when we're in these staff meetings keep the same energy yeah that's that's why i have yeah. learned how to shut up when i come into meetings do i say anything now nope okay well, that's so hard it's, it is like i cannot i literally cannot keep my mouth shut no you you will you will have to learn to because the more you don't they will make you look crazy and they will make you out to they will peg you out to be the angry black girl and then they'll start gaslighting you again and all their microaggressions and tone policing you and all this other kind of bullshit you just some sometimes you just have to learn how to shut up at work and it's so hard especially when you when you have the right answer and it's the common sense thing to do and nobody else wants to speak about it in public just let it burn let the whole place burn down to the ground Cause I just feel like I could feel myself getting worked up and then it just looks like I'm crazy and getting worked up about nothing. But to me, I'm like, no, you and you just agreed with me earlier and now you're not saying anything, but then you can't do that. You can't call someone out in a meeting like that. Cause then it's like, Oh, she's trying to, you know, create a risk. Yeah. She's and not being a team player. You got to keep it professional in these streets. Yeah. 
I was actually talking to one of the nurses in our um, in our hospital and she's been going through some stuff in her particular department of where she works and, you know, how she brought all these concerns to people and even her supervisor telling them all this stuff. And, you know, her supervisor agreed with her about it and was like, yeah, I just think it's really crazy. But then when they got in this big administrative staff meeting, you know, her her supervisor kind of turned and was like, well, yeah, I I don't really see the problems. And she's like, wait, what? Like, we just we just talked about this. We both were on the same page, supposedly. And, you know, usually with nursing, you know, they can get away with a lot and the fact that this person was not supported in what she you know her and her supervisor talked about and then again in the administrative meeting it was almost like you know she was pegged out to be the crazy person and she's not she's not black so of course they wouldn't pick her as the angry black woman but they did they, (laughs) they did try to make it seem like she was not a team player and she's like listen i'm trying to put all these ducks in a row with y'all trying to implement a particular program or whatever and it's just not making sense it's not going to work and here's why it's not going to work and nobody was willing to listen to her and it's like i just told her i was like listen go on those meetings just shush if they if they think they know everything let them run it into the ground and once they run it into the ground if they still haven't even asked you your suggestions do not give them to them don't stress yourself out of these people it's just hard to do the balancing act between like you want to have suggestions to implement because you're on the ground doing the work and so you're like if i can make this easier or better or more organized then why wouldn't i do that right and it sucks letting something burn down that immediately affects your day-to-day yeah Cause you're like, you know, that's the hard part. And then I just don't like people making me feel like I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. Y'all are crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, well, look at the Democrats and the Republicans right now. You know, it's amazing that it's, it's, it's very similar. Our, I mean, life depicts itself in so many different ways. I mean, you have these Republicans who are saying, you know, on the Senate floor, oh my God, he incited an insurrection. Even Mitch McConnell, bitch ass. He's like, oh, this was wrong. He should not have done it. And then you get behind closed doors and vote and you're like, yeah, it was wrong, but we, we vote yeah, to acquit not, him. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's like, we vote yeah. to acquit him because you know what? It really, it's really not that big of a deal to me because I have to worry about myself because I'm up for re-election in a couple years mm-hmm. and I want my, my Republicans yeah, to ran- know I'm loyal. <laughs> They're like we ran the numbers in mm, not worth it no, exactly <laughs> it's literally so if it's like congressmen and women could just well unfortunately they can't just let the country burn down to the ground so you have a you know amazing congressmen and women you know who are fighting every single day but it's it's very reminiscent of that how these republicans are just like oh no this is we we definitely moved to impeach this motherfucker and then all of a sudden, as soon as it, it's like Survivor, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote this person out. Yeah, I'm gonna vote this person out. And as soon as you get to the little torch ceremony, you're like, what? You're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everyone was voting for him. I thought, yeah, for him. like they what? Voted you voted me out, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, I've and definitely been there so, a time yeah. or fifteen. <laughs> and i think now i've come to the conclusion that like from the ashes a phoenix will grow and i just gotta (laughs) let it burn to ash like you do nothing will happen until it gets bad enough it just sucks because like things have to get so bad for it to change but then who are they getting bad for me exactly well if you if you let it one thing that i have learned in this season of burnout is that monica when soon as you clock in you just got to make it till 3 30 that's it just got to make it to 3.30. It doesn't matter what, you know what. Just ignore everybody. Just come in, do your job, and leave. As hard as it is, you you, you see. Leave. Yeah, you got it. And you see the baby on fire. Let the fucking baby just go on fire. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to walk away from these people. I don't care if the ceiling is crashing. People are running around like a chicken with their head cut. Like, you ever seen the book of Eli with Denzel Washington? 
And he steps on the side of the road because he hit this lady and her uh, her husband are being attacked. And he's like, he sees it and he has the power to stop it. And he's like, I got to say the course. I got to say the course. I got to ignore all of this shit that's around me. And I got to say the course. <laughs> I am literally like Denzel Washington in the book of Eli. You I am Denzel. minding my business and I'm t- going the fuck home. That's it. It's not easy to do, but you got to do it. God. You got to ignore the stupid people. Because if not, you'll end up it's like me and burnt hard. out. Yeah, but you don't want to get burnt out. You're only a year in. You're only a year in. Yeah. I guess the good thing is I'm getting paid to do this job. Um, But is that a good thing, though? At what? I mean, at what price? You know what I mean? Like, not what you're actually making, but yeah, you're getting a check that's owed to you. But what what is the check actually costing you on the back end? My vanity. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So checks yeah. aren't always I guess I'm great. just still in like, uh, I'm still in clinical mode where I'm like, well, I could be doing this for free. That's very true. That is very true. So at least I'm getting paid. But you're right. I just have to, you really, sometimes you've got to go in, do your job and leave. That's it. That's it. You have and to have no attachment. within the parameters that are being set for you. And yep. just kind of roll with it. Roll with the punches. I am doing my job description and my do- job description only. I'm not doing anything outside of that. Anything extra. My, co- I'm telling you, this is the year of reciprocity for me. If it's not coming with a check, I am not doing it. Oh, uh-huh. Monica, can you do that? I'm sorry. Is there an extra incentive for that? Is there a check that I can get cash right now in my hand? Then no, I will not be doing it. Thanks. <laughs> it's not in my job description. Appreciate it. And that's not a, just at my job. That's in life in general. Oh, Monica, I wanted to invite you to. Uh, is there a check uh, that's associated with this? No. Okay. Not doing it. Fuck all that networking. Yeah. I, I don't got time for that right now. I've, I've network enough for free, bitch. Okay. I want some money. Yeah. I so. think I'm just going to hunker down. And I'll do things for the people that I know will reciprocate. Yeah. And I'm full of shit. <laughs> and everyone else can catch these hands. That's all I got to say. Pretty much. Pretty much. I had, you know what? Yesterday I was at work, which was Saturday. And, um, and I really didn't feel like going to work. I was in, I was in an okay mood when I got there. Cause I was like, I'm only here for four hours. I'm just going to do my job and go home. When I saw my schedule and I saw that everybody else, every other evaluating PT had nothing but evals on their schedule. And I had two evals and two treats. It really pissed me off. Cause I'm like, y'all could have called me off and a PTA could have done my schedule, but whatever, neither here nor there. I'm already here. I went to go see my very first patient who was a heart transplant and, um, African-American woman, by the way. And I went into her room and I had seen her on Friday, my student and I, and she did wonderful with us. And I went to her and I, I guess she could just tell kind of that I was off a little bit. And she was like, are you okay? You don't seem like yourself like you were yesterday. You were a little bit more happy. And I was like, well, Miss Johnson, can I, her name obviously is not Miss Johnson. <laughs> but I just told her, I said, can I just be very transparent with you? And she was like, sure, honey, go ahead, baby. It's fine. And so I just told her, I was like, Miss Johnson, I said, I am in such a bad mood right now. I said, I do not want to be here. I don't. I was like, I hate the fact that I had to wake my ass up and come into this place. I said, but you know how Jesus just set my behind on fire and just gave me a 24-hour reality check? As pissed off as I am about being here today, the first patient I had on my list was you, who literally God just gave back life to. You just got a brand new heart from somebody who sacrificed their life to give you their organ to stay alive. And my little childish petty bullshit can can go to the side. And she was just like, well that's that's very honest she was like you know I'm, she was like all glory to god i'm just i'm grateful to be alive and i'm here fighting and blah 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 and i was like yeah and i'm over here giving up <laughs> so, so she says she says baby you can't give up she was like i didn't think i was gonna get a heart transplant and and god worked it out for me so whatever you're going through he gonna work it out for you too and i'm like ma'am i'm supposed to be giving you the encouragement not the other way around <laughs> 
was just so chest crack trying to get you just to have a good day. Seriously, I mean, this lady has been waiting at home for months on on them calling her to say, "Hey, we found you a heart." Even when they found her a heart, she came into the hospital and was still stuck here for like two weeks with a balloon pump waiting to get a heart transplant. And I'm just like, I don't want to be here today, lady. <laughs> and then and then I ended up telling her, I said, you know what's so special about God? I said, this is why I love working in the ICU because as whatever you're going through outside, God will quickly and always give you a reality check. Cause that's what ICU is. Mm-hmm. The ICU is a 24 hour reality check. And I was like, what were the odds of me getting you on my schedule? Like, yeah. really ma'am? I mean, I was just like, I'm, I'm not in a good mood. I'm really irritated today, ma'am. But I'm gonna treat you with the utmost respect. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, I understand, honey. She said, I understand. But me getting a heart transplant, this has put life in a totally different perspective. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to have to go through what you're going through right now to get it. So I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna learn the lesson now. So it was, it was so funny. But I was so appreciative that she gave me that little opportunity just to kind of, just to kind of vent and you know, kind of get yeah. get my reality check. <laughs> check together but yeah, yeah. let let these people burn to the ground <laughs> i mean i throw a mini i feel like a two-year-old throwing a mini fit every time i'm about to go on the floor like as i'm leaving the office my body just shakes i'm like i don't want to go yeah <laughs> go out there and do it yeah but you just gotta do it you gotta do it. even two we we were on clubhouse this week um with uh our sponsor for today's episode which is myapothecary.com, which is an amazing CBD line. Um, and we were talking about how um, physical ailments of your body, especially when you're going to work and you really are in a toxic environment, you don't want to be there. And I was on Friday, it was, it was so funny because when I got to work, I woke up and all of my body hurt. Like my back started twitching again. Your and body I was, was saying, don't do it. Yes, my body was just like, girl, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, I did it and showed up to work. And then my back and my knees and ankles were hurting the entire time as soon as I clocked out magically all of my pain went away I got in my car and I was like this is insane to me like it's I mean my hips were just so sore and I'm just like we carry so much stress and tension in our bodies when we are not mentally and emotionally well forget the physical part like the mental plays so much on your body and when you feel like you're in this trap and you're in this thing by yourself it plays on your physical your physicality you know and it's mm-hmm. it's just oh god it's horrible but yeah i was um i was thankful yeah. for my patient and it it sucks for us because not that we're athletes or anything but like we kind of got to be in some sort of shape yeah our job. yeah we do we really do because even even my student, he moved a patient one day last week, and I almost cussed him. I was like, "What are you doing with your body?" And he was like, oh, "I didn't feel it, sir. You are like six foot five. Bring the patient's yeah. bed up to you. Like you're gonna tear up your back." And he was like, "Oh, I, I didn't even feel it. That's that's why I'm here to watch what you do to make sure that you are in correct movement at all time, so you don't end up again like me. Why the fuck do I keep being the model for everything? I don't I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> Oh God. I, I, I would lo- absolutely love going into teaching. I really would. Um, even if it's, you know, lab, I like lab a little bit better just cause you know, like we get to interact with each other, but, um, but yeah, it's yeah. Let it burn to the ground. As Usher would say, let it yeah. burn. Let it burn. Yeah. Gotta let it burn. Yeah. It's gonna, I, you're gonna have to take it in stride and I think it'll take a couple more big you know, neon signs, but yeah, I'm more inclined to let it burn down. I'm more inclined. Yeah. And I think too, you you just have to kind of keep it in perspective that 
Um, even though you see things a certain way and people may jump on the bandwagon, just remember in your boat, there are some people that are rowing with you and there are people that are putting holes in your boat. And this is a great example and a great opportunity for learning even too, just in your life, even in working relationships, who the rowers are and who are the hole punchers. Because that's the literally what happened. Yeah. The holes in the rowers. That's literally what you have in every entity that you work in. You have people who are rowing with you. And then you have people who are sitting back and putting holes in your boat, trying to sink you. And they're not doing it on purpose. They may not be doing it on purpose, but it's self-preservation for them, which means that the team is now compromised. And that's part of the problem. Yeah. So yeah. identify your that's holes in your, in your rowers. Holes. Holes in your rowers, holes in your rowers. Holes in the rowers. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just gonna start referring to people like, oh, she's a hoe. Oh, yeah, she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. She's a hoe. She's my rower. Yes, definitely. We're gonna make some shirts. The holes versus the rowers. Which one are you? <laughs> Get some little stickers. <laughs> Be able to identify the holes in the rowers. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. but you know, good. I'm gonna. That's the action I'm gonna try to take this week. Like I'm just gonna go in and I'm gonna do my job the best that I can with what I'm given, and then I'm gonna clock in, clock out, and get the fuck out. Yeah, definitely. It's especially it's too much ice on the road. We don't have time for that. People getting yeah. in hundred car pileups. Didn't you say yesterday? Um, in Austin there was like a twenty six car pileup or something like that. Dude, on sorry, it must have been Thursday. There was another. It ended up being like twenty six or thirty car pileup yesterday next to my house off of like four ten and Broadway. There was another fifteen car pileup. And just life's too short to be worried about this bullshit. Seriously, you gotta go home. It really is. That's why I'm like I'm staying in my house. I, listen, fuck that job. Call in. Use your PTO. Don't use your PTO. My job is not worth my life. No. Your mental, physical, or emotional life. No. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even I started going to, uh, to therapy this week. and uh, Well, not this week, but I had been going to therapy. And it was so funny because I went to, when I was, uh, we had a, like a, uh, had to go on Zoom or whatever. And when the lady was talking to me, I was like, well, because she was like, "Uh, -uh, honey, I'm at risk. She's an older black lady. So she's like, "Uh, -uh, I'm at I'm at risk for getting Corona and you ain't coming to my office. I I don't even care who you are. Nobody's coming (laughs) in my office. And we were we were talking and everything. And it was it was very just very cathartic just to get this stuff out to a person who knows nothing about my life. And um, that was my microphone, by the way. Um, And we were talking. I was like, I am determined not to cry. This lady is not going to make me cry on this call. Like, you know, in the movies, the the, the people don't even say anything to you. And then all of a sudden you bust out crying. And we were talking for a good like 30 minutes. And I was like, my emotions are intact. I'm good. I'm telling her the truth. She's telling me the truth, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden she asked me one question and I just broke. I was like, oh, Lord, it happens for real in real life. Oh, Jesus, (laughs) you made me cry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what did you do to me? What is this voodoo? What is this water coming out of my eyes? <laughs> exactly. Are you cutting an onion from Zoom? <laughs> but it was just it was just wonderful for her even putting just different things in perspective, you know, for me that I hadn't thought about it that you think that, you know, you talk to your coworkers and your friends and your family members, but she even put it in other different perspectives that was just like, wow, you know, like I really didn't even think about it, you know, that way and how how much we do compromise unfortunately our mental health when we're at work. I mean, whether you work in the health industry or the business world, customer service, whatever, just how much you sacrifice all the time by trying to be a team player and, you know, you having this great work ethic and it feels like what you're bringing to the table again is unmatched and it's not reciprocal. So let it burn Mm -hmm. to the ground. Just let it burn. Yeah. Self-preservation. It's important. Yes. Everybody else does it. So why can't we? (laughs) Exactly. I I aim to be, I personally aim to be, 
like the most unproductive person at my job. That's my goal. <laughs> that's my that's my goal for 2021. I am going to mimic the worst productive person in my department. I'm going to see how far it gets yeah. me. <laughs> Probably the thing. Every day I think like these people aren't doing shit and they get paid more than I do. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to aim to mimic the most unproductive person in my department. That's that's my goal. That's my only goal for 2021. At this particular no, place, like that. no, no. At this particular place, not at my, not at my new career and all that. No, 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 no. All, Just at anyone this place. listening right now, I am a very hard worker. Yes, anyone who's listening who can offer me a job, I am a hard worker. I'm great at what I do, but at this particular place where I am, that shall remain nameless. I'm going to be the most unproductive person. Yep. Now I'm not going to be the most well, unproductive. I'm going to mimic the most unproductive person. Well, there you go. As long as you're the most at something. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how long I can go unscathed. We'll see. I think it's it's a oh, game. Right. I it's love a, that. Yeah, we'll we'll check back in with you next. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, hopefully, I'm still employed. We'll see. <laughs> Ooh, <shit. laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? No, that's all I got for this cold, cold day. All right. So again, guys, we apologize if the quality doesn't sound that great. We do apologize. Again, we couldn't be I'm in the same apologize. place. We're doing the best we can, people. That's very true. We're in an ice storm and we're still bringing you guys great content. So um, please don't come for us in the comments. Just understand that this was something that was out of our control. Mother Nature is showing her behind and she's like, enough is enough. Global warming and colding is real. So I'm saying. <laughs> or not colding what did i say colding global cooling yeah, that's a new word wow global colding see see how i'm already being unproductive see what i'm saying i'm i'm on a roll <laughs> <laughs> all right that. all right y'all so for those that are in texas in the whole entire state of texas please be careful please protect yourselves um protect your plants your faucets let them drip um be safe out there don't go out unless you absolutely need to um get you some bread go to cvs or something call it a day all righty y'all we'll see y'all next week Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released. <laughs>